There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Forever. Dog. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. My eye. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. Goodness. Oh, wow. yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding, Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Oh, Ooh. it's me. Dropped in, Matt. I'm so dropped in. Is it because we each had an alcoholic beverage at, at a brunch? Oh, well, that's worn the hell off since. Well, you know what I did? I sobered up real good. What made you sober up? Well, just was, the day? Just the day. I had a cold brew right after. And, well, that was just a hat on top of a hat. So you're one way, then you swing the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had the most delicious brunch, and I want to put this place on the map, because w- our guest today, uh-huh. and the two of us, and friend of the show, one would even say best friend of the show, Sudi Green, Green, we have a brunch spot. Well, it's it's a franchise. It's a little chain all over the city. <laughs> Imagine referring to this full chain as like our private brunch spot. Very popular restaurant in New York City. Sweet Chick. Sweet Chick. We love going there. We love going to Sweet Chick. There's a location in Williamsburg. There's a location in Lower East Side in Park Slope. Mm. And and Matt just unbuttoned his shirt for it. Oh my God. I popped a button. I thought today we had hot waiters. We had very sexy staff. We had sexy staff. You know. And then... One of the bus boys recognized our own Bowen. Oh, it was lovely, lovely. And he said, fun. "You are very funny." He was very sweet. Um, God, just I love I love some good looking people serving me food. <laughs> yeah, that's if, a thing. And if you look bad, I'm sorry, you can't. You, you, I I don't care. Don't touch my food if you look bad. <laughs> if you look bad, honey, honey, 
get your digits away from my chicken. Of course, this is all a joke. I no, mean, no, 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 it, no, it is. It yeah. is. No, 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 it's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. You can feed me if you look like what? I don't you, care what you look like. Oh, if you look like what? You can look like what? You can look like what? And I'll still take it. I would f- eat any food off our guest. <laughs> really? Any food? Because you know what? It would be clean. Clean? It would smell good. It would smell good. And I know that it would be like sourced from the finest places. Well, it would just, you would just, you and, know how you, it's like, you know how um you go to a, you go to um a clothing store. Yeah. I know how that. And you're just like, God, I can feel the artistry that went into this mass-produced sweater. Yeah. Um, th- not that. <laughs> <laughs> I just think um our our guest is put, putting care into everything that she puts out there. Hundred percent. And can I tell you something that I realized the other day? Yes. Me and our guest. Yes. Have made out. What? <laughs> we have made out. What are you talking about? Our guesses. And I. Oh my God. We made out on the set. Oh, you we did. We had to do a, a Snapchat thing. We, no, it was a pilot presentation. Oh, and we played two detectives who the tension was so thick in the scene, and we made out over a dead body. Okay, we have to talk about you playing straight. <laughs> I love this. What you don't think I'm capable? No, I think you're so. I truly, Sweetie and I have conversations where like Matt is so lucky because he can convincingly play straight. You're it, saying I have yet another privilege, which you, is passing. Absolutely, you can pass, and that is gorgeous. And uh, it's so funny to think of me as someone who can pass because I find myself. But you can I find pass. myself very gay. You can, but you, <laughs> you are very good at. You have the ability to gracefully code switch and go back to Long Island and be like fucking. What's up, brother? How's it going? And to talk to, let's say, and we love Ken. You know. Oh Ken. yeah, yeah, totally. No, but I don't talk to Ken like this. But you I talk to Ken like myself. You could talk to Ken like the way you were just talking. Well, if I were to talk to him like this right now, like he'd be like, "Truly, what the hell is going on?" But, yes. But okay, to even be this is with you. You're even doing like you're performing it too much. What you could just split the difference and like be like, "Oh, you pass as just just no one would clock that anything happening unusually because now you're just doing like masks drag. You're doing oh. like Zac Efron's Vogue seventy two questions, like you know. No, fully. I don't, I don't think that's what I'm doing, but whatever, dude. Um, um, we gotta talk. About, but anyway, I fucking you, love Zac Efron, though. He's magic. I you see Greatest Showman. You, I would never ordinarily see that, but my girlfriend really wanted to go. So anyway, so we definitely had a good time. Um, uh, it was mad good, and I like you, Jacqueline. You can sing or whatever, but I still like I still like, like him in movies. We were talking about our guest, and it became this <laughs> just. Oh, uh, sorry to co-opt the narrative. I know that straight guys like me shouldn't be doing that, and you might as well be. You might as well be, because you can pass, and that's a privilege. And that's... why don't you try to pass right now? No, no. Why? <laughs> because you're already white. It's human... <laughs> why not be straight? All right. If, you're, um, if for people listening, uh, one of the recurring narratives that's <laughs> happening right now on Los Culturistas <laughs> is that Matt Bowen's white. Is that Matt is accusing me of being? I'm not is... accusing you. I'm revealing that he, you are. No, white. he's vituperatively accusing Whitey. me of being white. What? YT? You are YT. Um, oh, YT. Yeah. Yeah, just that's white. <laughs> it's just an abbreviation for white. <laughs> Stupid bitch. Anyway, this isn't about you. You've really co-opted the narrative. Oh, my God. And I co-opted the narrative as a white person. Our guest <laughs> is fantastic. Stunning. Stunning, wonderful comedian. Actress? I think, actually, can I say, I think the best actress of all the comedians Absolutely. In New York. Absolutely. I would say. Stage, screen, the whole fucking deal. Pasek and Platt. Pasek and Platt. Some um, of my favorite sketch comedy star of comes Joe's, from them. A new star of Joe's Pub? 
Um, mm-hmm. uh, oh, and the, ben, pu- the public, the public. Yes, and Ben Brantley gave him, gave, gave him, gave her a standout review. And if Ben Brantley looks, likes you, then that's then everything. It's actually rule of culture number 11. If, if Ben, ben Brantley, Brantley likes you, then that's, that's everything. everything. Hang um, it up, honey. Hang it up. Frame it. And um, she will have just finished a lovely, lovely uh, run at, in, at Munich, in Munich for the Radical Youth Festival. Mm-hmm. Yes, honey. And we love her so much. Welcome. And you can follow oh, yes. the person at Mo. Pass and that's at M E A U X P A S and there are always entertaining Insta stories. It's a play on faux pas, mo pas. There you uh-huh. go. So please welcome to yours our guest, Mo, mo Fry Wow! Thank you because Thank that's you. one of the underrated songs. It's so oh, that good. is so underrated. You guys, okay, well, a couple of things to address. First yeah. okay. first of all, right first, of, first all. of all, the only thing that will be eaten off my body is from per se. Oh, and, per se, per se. <laughs> Famously good restaurant in Lincoln Center. Girl, I don't know. I just heard of it. <laughs> People just know about per se. I don't even know where the fuck it it's is. It's a either. reference for me. It's not an experience, exactly. and that's why I'm not there yet. I, get it. I yeah. love that. It's a reference, not an experience. Yeah. Um. And second of all, um, vituperatively. Vituperative. Oh my god! You said that, and I like oh, like my tummy dropped. I was like a power, just you know, like, like <laughs> just like a like aggressive, like toxic, noxious. I love when you say a Wait, good word. That's what that means. Vituperative means aggressive and toxic. Just, uh, vituperative just means like just with like bile, just like mm. Oh. Mm. you're white. Like that's what you're doing. Too. I vituperatively, vituperatively have been calling Bowen Yang white. White. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is yes. really good. When you say a word, I like look it up, and I'm like, I'm gonna use that. Yeah. And then I don't. Yeah. And then I stop using my own words. And there words that I invent, of course. Yeah. Um, Mo, this has been a very long time coming for you to be on. Yes. Well, I'm so happy to see you two doing your thing in the studio in real life because you Maybe. are famously my sisters. Sisters <gasps> have been for a lifetime. We are. We and we are. We are part of the Upstate Five. The Upstate, upstate Five. five. <laughs> I love the like the like the occasional like slight reference. Like, well, when we went upstate, upstate and, and our, everyone gets chills and had our experience. <laughs> and of course, the most one of the one of the most iconic stories of the past year for me <laughs> was when we were sitting under the tree on acid oh my and God. Mo Fry Pasek, yes. who okay. was the only sober one there said okay <laughs> so here's what's happening the spider right there is a brown recluse my name has been slandered <laughs> okay here's the thing explain yourself okay, I will okay you know what I, yeah, okay, so first of all, they are not indigenous to upstate New York. However, they are there. They are th- I, I believe you that they're there. They're a poison. You, you would claim that they are a very poisonous spider? And here's what I would claim. I'm not going to hold myself to the identification of a brown recluse. But <laughs> I will say that that fucking spider. With a brown recluse? It was fucking eight feet tall. It was very, it was very it was big. It was so big. And like, it was so scary. And it was like underneath. And it was just like ready to, like, we were all like, you looked like, um, in like um, blue is the warmest color, you know, when she's like laying down or like in boyhood, yeah. like laying down yes, the grass, yes, very so much green. Yeah. Yeah. And all of you looked like so like with the earth. And I didn't want that moment to be like all of a sudden like Enya's like, who can say where the time goes? And then we yeah. all die, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't want that. But you calmly saved our lives in that moment. That was really calm, yeah. That was very calm of you. And I am truly, I thank the universe every day for how... Universe. I love you. For how wonderful you were during that whole experience and how you sh- guided shepherded. and shepherded us. That's really nice. That Thank spider you. was amongst the largest things I've ever seen. <laughs> amongst the largest. It was amongst very big. Largest. It was It was a good girl. It was a good girl. What, what, what? Are you like an insect person? Here's my thing. Wisconsin? Wisconsin. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I grew up, I, I worked on farms, which is crazy. 
Um, and it's like, I'm so pretty. People don't know it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. And, yes. And um, True. so I would like, like, I was like a kid that was like the kid that would like be muddy. And you're like, why? Oh. And I was like, I just played, like I would catch snakes in the backyard. And it's like so weird because I lived in Madison, but my, all my like relatives lived up north where you could just get lost in yeah. like the wood acres yes. forever. Yes. Yeah. It was the best. Yeah, cool, but yeah. Did you were you a kid that often got stung by shit or bitten by things? Oh, mm, if I was, it, it didn't affect me. Like I, see. I definitely have had quite a few bee and like bites in my life, mm-hmm. but it'd be the kind of situation where it's like my name, my full name, <laughs> insider secret is my full name is Morgan. Morgan, <laughs> yes. Little industry um, for you. Uh, only five people know that. <laughs> yeah, thank and you. Now oh, thousands. The upstate, uh, well, uh, they are technically the upstate five. Yeah, upstate five. Yeah, we only wait. Upstate five. My proxy. No, the secret. The act. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know, have you seen that? The, wait, the secret? No, wait. What? Oh, never mind. I was referring to the act where um, oh, the Joy act. King plays um, Gypsy Rose, and she's like with Patricia Arquette, and it's like a right, right, right. Yes, it's, it's on a Hulu. Patricia Arquette vehicle. But wait, then, wait, wait. It's called the Act. It's called yes. the Act, Patricia and Arquette. it's a Patricia Arquette vehicle because I'm very into Patricia Arquette. It's basically Gypsy, but with a kid who oh. is sick. So no, it's Gypsy. It's, it's the Gypsy Rose story. Oh, it's the Gypsy Rose. It's, it's it, literally Gypsy it Rose. It is. Story? It's shot oh for shot. God. And then like Joey King is like, Mom, I'd love to go to the movies today. And you're like, Whoa, damn! She her, her voice is so low oh. in person. I'm like, Come on, voiceover work. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, wow. I get, we got, we I'm got, a Patricia Arquette fan. I will, yeah, I will say, um, I don't keep a thought going straight, so we, uh, no, on, I don't <laughs> remember what we were talking about before. We were talking about <laughs> Morgan, being Morgan oh. being bitten and uh, okay. sucked on by insects. Oh yeah, like it would be like Morgan, what's that? And I would like have a huge rash. I'm like, I don't know, I'm just gonna go play. Yeah. Well, so you were an outside girl. You were an outside girl. I was. An, I rode horses. I like mm-hmm. we had like sheep, and we like we didn't like not in like our house, but we'd like stay and like babysit our friends' sheep, yeah. and like it was. Wow. cool. I was an outside kid. I was not an outside kid. Really? I read and I played video games. I emotionally identify as an indoor kid. Mm -hmm. But in reality, you were, okay, you were an outside kid, sun, indoor kid, moon. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. See, okay, here's (laughs) the thing. Bonyang famously, (laughs) famously drags astrology. But, okay, we talked about this with Ruby McAllister. Ruby McAllister was just on. We had a whole astrology thing. Tenderly creeps towards it. You are now. I'm starting to creep towards Mm -hmm. it in a fun way. I'm not fully... With, with what? With affection. With affection mm-hmm. and not total rejection. Mm-hmm. I used to just reject it completely. Yeah. And now I'm just like, oh, this is fun. This is fun. It's fun to project mm-hmm. these certain things onto what this could mean and what what my, you know, what my, what are they called? Your, my um, transits are. Mm-hmm. And transits like, are a lot to learn. Yes. Well, Ruby that. said that it's very Scorpio to be uh, rejecting astrology. Very. At first. And, and why? Because I've, I've heard this from so many people and I don't well, know Well, we why. should ask Mo. Mo, <laughs> what, what, what is it if about Scorpio? you have Scorpios? an answer... Um, I would say Scorpios, what they are is they're they're very protective of themselves and also they're very um, – they want to learn experientially. So like <gasps> they don't immediately trust you on your word, right? Oh. So if you tell them something about themselves, they're like, sure, I'm sure you think that. And it's like they won't believe that until they've experienced proof for themselves. Mm. I see. Because it is very mysterious, closed off, solo sort of experience intensity. Uh-huh. So if someone's telling you like that's so Scorpio, you're like, well, don't put me in a box and you don't know me. So like it's that sort of energy. I got but it. you would never combat that way. That's internal. Because yes. Scorpios aren't about to waste their time fucking explaining that to someone. Got I it. see. Got oh, it. you know what? That really reads. Not going to waste their time on conflicts they think are beneath them. Very much so. Very oh. much so. <laughs> 
Whereas, <laughs> whereas you and I, whereas, vituperatively, <laughs> I'm vituperatively saying that. Yes. Um, whereas you and I are Pisces. Yes. And that makes us emotional, sort of like v emotion. You know what I'll say is that the manifestation of a Pisces is very dependent on their moon and rising, mm -hmm. because Pisces are the twelfth sign, so they technically embody all the signs. Oh. So it's like the oldest sign, Aries, is the first, or the youngest, the most hot headed. Whereas like Pisces is twelfth, they're more universal. <gasps> and um, so the idea is Pisces takes on identities really well mm -hmm. and can uh, move through other people's emotions. Can pass it straight. And, and, can and, pass and, it straight. Uh, oh, my God. It's but Pisces can pass. <laughs> and so would you say that Pisces are often empathetic? Well, yeah, it's one the, of their traits. It's one of the things. It's sometimes debilitating. I will say that. Especially for you, who is a rising Cancer Pisces moon, is it? I am all water. Yeah. I'm water, 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 No, you're water. Cancer moon Pisces rising. Yes, okay. I am. I am. Um, and so for you, it is also very hard for you to look at something objectively because you are deep in the emotions of it. So factually and objectively looking at something, you're like, but that's, uh, it, but it doesn't matter what the facts are. I feel this way. I don't like, aka, I don't know my words, but I know my heart. <gasps> you know. Oh my God, and Mo is tying it back to. It's all coming back, it's all coming back, back to me now. There were moments of gold and there were flashes of light. Wow. Oh. There were things I'd never First do again, again. But then they'd always. <laughs> but then they always seem seemed right. That is a very Pisces song. Sure. And it's because it's so emotional and big. Wouldn't you agree? I yeah, I would agree, yeah. That song paints with a very emotional brush. It, it, it's like, you know what it is? It's a brush that you painted before, then you didn't clean, then it got hard, and you're like, it's okay. And then you like try to soften it again, and then oh, you painted it. Like, oh, that's my God. That is. that is psychic. That is psychic. Psychic. Mel, what are your what are your rising and moon signs? Okay. Because you are the astrology queen. Come on. I mean, here's my thing. The fun thing about this is like I never like sought out astrology. I just like, it just like it. It interests yes. me. Yeah, and yeah, over yeah. the years, yes. I've gotten a lot of info. Yeah. Um, I am a Libra moon, like our fellow podcaster, Bowen. Yes. Um, I am a Libra moon, and I am a Cancer rising. Mm. So internally, which is the moon. Wait, I yeah. lied. You stupid, stupid bitch. I got you it. lied twice. I got my, Your no. ass said you were a Gemini no, moon, and no, I was no. like, uh-oh, scary. And then you were like, JK, Little Libra. white lies. <laughs> I, got, I got my moon and risings fucked up. This is so, fucking psychotic. Okay, I'm so upset Libra with you Libra right rising. Okay, well, fashion. Score, and then uh, Gemini moon. You are Gemini moon, yes, you dumb yes. bitch. You okay. dumb, 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 Which dumb, is very dumb Gemini bitch. moon of me to lie, I guess. No, <laughs> it's not Gemini moon of me to lie. <laughs> okay, but um, so, sorry, I cut you off. Okay, so so that's just my chart, but you you talk about you because we because we're on you. But your moon's in the ninth house, which I'll say is like Sagittarian, so you're very like teacher, um, you know, learning, adventure, expansive, um, spiritual. Okay. Like as far as your moon and how you process emotions. Yes. Okay, and Mo Mo's looking at my chart right now on CoStar. You just had your chart like ready to go it's, it's, up. it's on the app. It's on the app. Yeah. Oh, okay, I need yeah. to get this app. Yeah. Is it crazy? This is the thing, Mo. I will say this. I probably like a lot of the listeners. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. um, with astrology, and I know you, because I was first, I was first to come around to this, What's and now right? Bowen has come around to it, and Sudi, I don't think will ever come around she, to astrology. She'll, she'll have her moments. She'll have her moments. She will. She has. She and I wrote a whole sketch about um, astrology. Um, it warmed my heart. I got to watch it. You got to watch it. Yeah, oh, great! It warmed my heart. It, it got cut for time. But it's great that Mo got to watch it. Mo got to watch it. Had it had an it audience. Felt, it felt important to me. It felt important to you. Um, it was yeah. nice. But we were, like, we were very reductive with it. I loved it. Because it was just, it was, it was Don Cheadle and he Cecily. He was so, he was so she, good. He was like so on board and he was just like, was, your Mars must be in Sagittarius. And I was like, you're so happy. He was, he was truly 
the best, and Jesus. I love him. And there was an, it was an astrology sketch featuring it was, Don Cheadle. So it was. Um, what was it? Explain for the listeners. because <laughs> They'll never know. It takes place in a veterinary office, okay. and Cecily and Don and Heidi play the receptionists. Okay. And they're all like, and they're like calling up these 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 dogs and these cats and these lizards with their owners, and they're like, "Oh, look at peep the chart. Ooh, that's a that, that is a Gemini iguana. <laughs> Get her out of here!" Like that kind of. Were thing. there live animals in the? There sketch? were live animals in the sketch. Live animals. Um, Pete had to hold a giant lizard, and he was very scared. And I, oh and I, I, did, I, and I talked Pete down. He was scared to hold the he lizard. Was scared to hold the lizard. Lizards are pointy. I get that. Lizards are pointy. And I also, don't trust almost nearly any animals. Nearly you, any. You don't trust animals. You like dogs. Really. I, I really enjoy domestic dogs. Not maybe wild. because you know their power and you respect that. I would say I know their power to be unpredictable. <laughs> There is a dog in the writer's room at the other two whose name is Gus. It's Kristen yeah, Buckles' dog. Yeah, I'm obsessed dog. with that one. Kristen Buckles' dog, Gus, is important to me. Mm, oh, and Gus, that yeah, dog yeah. and I have a deep connection, and I post about the dog That's frequently. Spicy. That's spicy. And the Gus of it all has really kind of taken over my life. In fact, I feel a connection to him so much so that when I walk into the room, often the dog will run up to me, very excited to see me. And it doesn't do that with everyone else. That's a powerful moment. That's always my dream is like, I want people's dogs to like like me better than them. Yes. <laughs> I get yes. it. I'm like, yes. oh gosh, so sorry. Like I like I don't mm. want people, like something I wouldn't hate if a kid like cried if it was taken away from me, you know? But I don't want to hold it too long. Right, right, right. You came home with me for Thanksgiving. It was the <gasps> best. So Ch- Chelsea right. Standin was Mo. Yes, and, and it was I me. Heard you were a hit. You were a, a huge hit. In fact, when I told them today, I spoke with them this morning, oh, tell them and hi. they said Happy Easter because oh. today is Easter. We're recording on Easter, and they wanted to wish you Happy Easter. And they said that it wasn't. It, it didn't feel right having a holiday without you. Oh, oh my that's god! What they said. Let me tell you, experiencing Thanksgiving at the Rogers, it was it was home. It was a really say. nice, it, good time. It had like you know the feeling of home. Like it was yes. that. It was so wonderful. It was oh. really nice. Oh my gosh, we just they couldn't stop. Talking all of it. It was the best. We had a really good time. And also Mo had a really great connection with Bailey, my dog. We had an Bailey. intense connection. And we Bailey got a jacket that day. That was huge. Bailey um wears a stress coat because Bailey's a very stressed Getting, out gets dog. Very stressed out. And Bailey <laughs> I love Bailey though. Bailey is one of the top dogs. Bailey is so crazy. I love your family on Instagram. <laughs> they are they you know, they never did Facebook, but they like Insta. And they're stars that. on Insta. They're, they're stars. stars on Insta. My dad always has a caption. Amazing posts. Amazing yeah, posts. Great posts. There's a really good picture of my mom holding Bailey with her wind in her hair that my dad yes. took on Insta. And I'm like, they can do Insta well. They can do Insta. They know how to do it. Because it's, it's a visual medium. My dad is like uh He's just like a, a mathematician genius and like a surgeon and like he embodies that, but he's very dry in his humor uh-huh. and his entire Instagram is pictures of um, equational days, which is when the date makes an equation. Oh my God. It's so funny. It's the most just like, t- I'm like speak of, he's Virgo, Virgo rising, which is anyone listening is it's a very Virgo, Virgo thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> him and Beyonce. Both. To have a branded Insta. I mean, <laughs> truly just to have like a methodical, cleaned up, like specific Insta that's like, this is my like identity. It's like awesome. Wow. It's, I love it. It's the best. <laughs> now let's get back to this. Okay. So sorry, I'm sorry. You oh, said yeah. you are, you're a Libra. Libra moon. Libra moon. Cancer rising. Cancer rising. So um, your moon is how you like, pro- I don't know if Ruby went over this with you, but you process emotions. It's mm-hmm. internal. So yes. what they say is when you feel most yourself, like when you're alone, it's your moon sign that you yes. feel like. So yes. when someone's coming at you with like, you're a Scorpio, you must be so mysterious and uh-huh. watery. You're like, like no. I'm actually not that emotional. And then 
people are like, no, you're lying to yourself. You're like, no, I'm a Gemini moon. Like, I actually, I take, if your feelings don't make sense, I don't like them. You know, like, right. yes. it's just like that sort of thing. And so I think there is a lot of value in investing in your moon and rising. Is wow. there a sign that I, as a Pisces, and you as a Pisces, need to watch out for? Um, Here's what I'll say. I don't um, think. And I think that there is an answer, by the way, you're you're answering so far. <laughs> I think you're going to be scared to say. But I think that there is a sign Listen, that I need bitch, to be watching. I'm out Venus for. and Aries, Mars and Gemini. I'm scared to say nothing. So, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> so what I'll say is, I personally don't like in a chart any concentration of one sign, which is also called a stellium, which is just like a stellium. To me, I'm the, I need someone who has more balance and flexibility, aka mutable signs or cardinal signs. I'm like, if someone has a ton of fixed, just not for me. Mm-hmm. I love that about them, and that's a trap. What does that mean? A ton of fixed, like fixed signs are like I believe they're like God, like Aquarius, Leo, and one other. And what does but it mean like, to be a fixed sign? It's similar to the ideas of like you're muti- more mutable, you're more fixed, like you know, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. you're more steadfast. You're oh, more... you are who you are, type thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, not malleable. Yeah, mutable. You're more just like sure, both things could be true. Mm-hmm. And um, cardinal is like um, more just like I don't. I like cardinal. They're Libra, Aries, and Cancer, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they're just more, I don't know, to me, they're, it's more like the adult perspective of everything. It's like, well, both could be true, but I'm going to choose this. And Scorpio is fixed. Yes. Oh, okay. I have a lot of one <laughs> sign in my chart, which makes me feel like you feel afraid stellium, of me. Stellium. I'm afraid of you? Yeah. <laughs> you fear me. <laughs> You fear me and my Pisces, Pisces, You're Pisces. Right, babe. Babe, I fear your power and I fear how wonderful and large you're going to be because, bitch, you're going to be huge. <laughs> Girlfriend, Girlfriend, do you think that I should n- and need to marry a Virgo? Okay. Here's what I'll say. I've been told. I, I, bitch, I, I fact, know. You've been repeating it. For like, uh, yeah. but, but, but that's because I'm desperate to find someone. And on What's Your Sign, shout out to What's Your Sign Pod I love and Julia, those girls. I love them, Stevie. They're great. Yeah. And they said, I'll marry a Virgo. What's you, What say you? What say me is that, you know, not everybody is their emotional heightened version of their signs. There are low and evolved, like, you know, there's two aspects. So what I'll say is there you're you can marry someone with a Virgo fucking Mars and Venus. They don't have to be a Virgo sun. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, no, not as really. long as they have a Virgo in the chart. But So what you're saying is I'm taking or it too that- seriously. I think your um your attachment to needing an answer is blocking <gasps> blocking it from coming in. Oh Bitch. my god, there it is. My attachment to needing an answer is blocking it from coming in. That makes a lot of sense mm. to me. Nice. And this is a classic thing in therapy. <laughs> this is a classic thing in therapy that my therapist is like there's you you are obsessed with thinking about things in terms of a right way and a wrong thing mm-hmm. to handle mm-hmm. something and you should Stop doing that. There's this Egyptian goddess of called Bost. It's like the goddess of cats, but she's also the goddess of fairness. And the idea of fairness to her is not um, right or wrong, but a favorable outcome for all. And so it's about really releasing what you believe justice is and separating the difference between fairness and justice. Oh, wow. I, that's gorgeous. It's hard. It's a hard lesson to learn in life. Okay. Because it, we get really ingrained and we hold these certain, you know, injustices as uh, offenses to our identity Mm -hmm. instead of realizing that there is just like one step outside the situation. I see. Wow. 
I want to talk about this. Mo taught me this thing called bottom beliefs mm-hmm. that I just really want to quickly talk about before yeah. we before we ask the question. Yeah, no, I don't even know what bottom beliefs is. So this this explain it to me like an idiot. Okay, <laughs> this is I'm gonna do and the, the listeners too. I'm, the gonna, I'm gonna do the the dumb idiot explanation, and then Mo's gonna actually expound just, is gonna okay. like fill in fill in the blanks. I need the idiot one too. Bottom I beliefs. What I talk about all mm-hmm. the time. Bottom <laughs> beliefs. You name a belief that you have about something. Okay. Usually, and it's helpful if it's a destructive belief or it's a, if it's a belief that's, like, sort of holding you back in some way. Okay. Like, I'll say, like, um, I believe that the gay, like, this is something that I've gotten over recently that, mm. I've, that I've made progress on. I believe that the gay community is uh, racist towards Asians. Okay. And then and then you get to the bottom, you just basically keep bottoming out and nesting the, that, that belief. Well, why do you think that? Because I think... Um, that Asians uh, are like like Asian males are sort of emasculated in, in Western culture. Well, why do you believe that? Because I believe mm-hmm. that um, uh, uh, you know we value European standards of beauty. Well, why do you believe that? Because and then you just keep basically digging to the bottom of until mm-hmm. you can't explain it away anymore. Um, that's kind of a crazy example, but like I. What's the value in this? <clears throat> Is just to like get to the root of why why you think that you th- like what this belief is, and then you just realize that like, and this is something I've told you mm-hmm. is that, and I've talked about probably on some other episodes is that like any destructive belief is just a string of words, and language is just a way to contain a concept that otherwise would not even exist mentally, like in in our thought, right? In our thoughts, basically, like we wouldn't think about, um. You know, let's say I wouldn't think about uh, being gay if being if if the word gay didn't exist, didn't exist to contain that gotcha. whole experience. Yeah. So like that's like like the only the only real thing is numbers that and that that and upstate, yeah you have said this upstate, before upstate five the only real thing is numbers and both times I've tripped on acid that's been the thing the only real thing is numbers Henry Henry Kapersky also says the same thing he says the only real thing is numbers is numbers but, but when I had a special moment where I, he was talking about like prime, prime and then we're like you're in your prime when you're yes. you're winning with your in alignment you're in your prime you're in your prime and a prime number is only whole within itself <laughs> and that's and that's the whole meaning of it. Um, and so anyway, and you're, and you're basically doing that with bottom beliefs is you're basically dividing a thought, mm-hmm. a, a belief into itself until you cannot reduce it to, uh, yeah. to uh, whatever its whole is. It, I mean, Bowen did an amazing job describing. I don't know. But you, you, did, you go. You, you go. really did. Um, the idea is, you know, especially if you have trauma and I believe all of us in the queer community have trauma, even yes. if you don't want to identify as, you know, having done that, yes. it's like you're already on a deficit, but, and I don't mean that in a, you know. No, I okay. get it. Yeah, I get it. So what I'll say is what happens then is a lot of beliefs come from one bottom belief. So it's like, say your belief, your bottom belief is I'm unworthy of love, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you might not realize that that's the bottom belief because there's all these other things floating around of just guys don't like right. me or I'm too much, I'm annoying or I'm embarrassing or I talked too much. And all these little chatters, right, mm-hmm. are little like stems off this one bottom fucking belief. So you can deal with the fact that you're an embarrassment or whatever. It's like, because you're not, right? Even though that th- thought bubbles up. Yes. But you're still not addressing the root problem at the yes, bottom. Yes. So what happens is a new one grows. Mm-hmm. And so you can like try and like get through it, but uh-huh. you don't. So this really ha- helped me when I was processing a lot of trauma because I would get really anxious and really embarrassed about something. And, you know, I'd wake up in the morning. I'd be like, oh, my God, I was the worst person. Alive. I'd find new friends. I'm so embarrassing. I'm the worst person alive. It's like, OK, so it's, you know, who, what, where, when, why or what's the worst thing that would happen about that? Mm-hmm. So it'd be like, oh, well, I'm the worst person alive. OK, what's the worst part about that? Well, um, nobody likes me because I'm the worst. Okay, well, why are you the worst? Because um, I'm really, I talk too much. 
okay, well, what's the worst part about talking too much? That I could annoy someone. Okay, well, what's the worst part about annoying someone? Um, then, then they won't love me. Well, why wouldn't they love you? Um, because I'm unlovable. Whoa. And then you get to this bottom yeah, belief yeah, yeah, of okay. like, shit. And then when I get to the bottom, what I like to do, and a lot of times if you have blocked memories, it doesn't work, but you just have to sit with that feeling of just like, first of all, I feel it in my body. I'm like, okay, is that my tummy? Is that my heart? Like, mm-hmm, where is that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I say, do I remember where this started? And you might not. It might go to some weird random like high school memory where like someone rejected you. But like if that's what manifests in your mind then, then you like you sit with that and then you just truly like work through that moment. Maybe you cry. Maybe you punch a pillow. But you Mm -hmm. release that bottom belief. Mm -hmm. This has helped you immensely. Oh, my gosh. And it's something simple. And I'm sure there's so many ways in psychology and therapy that it manifests, right, for people to do this. And there's better ways. But for me. But for you. Yeah. I really found that like finding a core source of something has cut it off. It's it's weeding, you know? You yeah, have to get yeah, the roots. Yes. I had like a weird um, date the other night. Yeah. And the, the day after, I woke up an hour before I usually would and my chest was like, I felt so anxious mm-hmm. and I swear to God, I did not know why. Like it didn't go the way I, I wanted it to and I woke up in the morning the day, and, yeah. and I, yeah, it just like the next day, I was like, I feel horrible and I, I i literally could not answer the question why and so that is something i will use from now on because i had never heard of this like i think mm-hmm. conceptually i knew what this was yeah. but that sounds like it would really help and bitch a, a, a concept needs a fucking it's the linguistic thing if you need the word before you and yeah to, to mm-hmm. understand the concept it's like yeah. i feel anxious like why do you think you feel anxious because i had a date last night that didn't go well okay well what about it didn't go well we didn't have sex? Why did Why did you not have sex? Because it didn't feel like there was chemistry there. Or, or okay. why are you describing? Why are you putting value on the sex? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another interesting question. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that that's some. That's another question I have. Is it's like, how do you know when you're get taking it off track? The bottom beliefs thing. What's so, the question you're supposed to ask what, every single time? What's the worst thing about this? I mean, that helps me. What I'd say is, first of all, especially for you, if you're like already weeding through a lot, I like to feel it on my body, right? Mm-hmm. So then I don't. And very Pisces, but you yeah. don't might not have the words, right? So you're like, okay, my, my tummy hurts. Like, you know, what is that feeling down there? What is that base sacral sort of feeling? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, what do I associate with that gut? I trust. Okay, well, I don't trust. Why didn't I trust? You yeah. know, you can do that. But when you get to a bottom, it's pretty simple is what mm-hmm. I'd say. You know what? I just really discovered something about myself even just saying that, That's which is that beautiful. I make a lot of things about sex. Yeah. So like maybe you like my value is sex and that might be your bottom belief. Yeah. And that's something that's important for you to work through and recognizing it is already helping it, you know, mm-hmm, move. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the, like, I don't know. I was talking to you about this, like uh, being like in Los Angeles now in a new city, you're meeting a whole bunch of new like gay mm-hmm. men or people like, like that you could have relationships with. And something I'm finding is a block is like, I can't get over this thing of like, I like the, sometimes the first thing I think when I look at someone is like, am I attracted to them? Are they attracted to me? Yeah. Like that is like something that like, I don't know. It's like for some reason, a preoccupying thing. Do you guys have that? Um, yeah. Although, yeah. But you feel that it's different. Well, it's, it's just different. Like if I were to move to LA, I, I would meet those people mm-hmm. and I would imagine that they, the, just the interest wouldn't be, I like, I, I wouldn't have anything to work off of. I'd just be like, okay, well, most of these people probably would not want to, I think everyone's is, is, you know, whatever your wound is. Like mine would be if I met all those people, I would assume all of them were into me and I would instantly reject them because I don't like that energy. So like, 
everyone is sort of filtering through the lens yes. of their trauma, you know? So that's for you. And for me, it's just, I would meet those people and I'd be like, you're probably not attracted to me. Mm-hmm. And I, so I think my thing is when I meet these people, I think, well, I'll, well, I don't know. Like it's, it's when you grow up and everyone's like, like, ah, okay, this is maybe going to be a lot, but Go like when you grow up and you're told like, you're so handsome. You're so handsome. Like, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, this is something mm-hmm. that you're given since you're a little kid and you're told to like ascribe value to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, please understand, I know this is like a very privileged and no, insane no, no. thing no. to say. Keep, yep. But then when you get into a community that so obviously prizes like the, only the top physical specimens and you've been cultured to believe that your attractiveness is one of the best things about you and mm-hmm. like one of the most important things about you, that could make you feel worthless and i think that's why like a lot of people who you would think wouldn't necessarily be Mm self-conscious like at parties like that warehouse party we went to in la Mm -hmm. like a lot i think everyone there is like freaking out and we would all tell you like if we were all honest and telling each other like i'm freaking out are you freaking out you'd look at people and be like you're freaking out what do Mm -hmm. you mean but it's like you know and so i think like something i'm literally discovering like in this and like i think i knew this is just i put a lot of uh, importance on like my sexual capital in certain yeah. situations because I feel like it's a way in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Heady. Not petty. Heady. 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 Well, I think you have to reprogram a lot of shit. Like, yeah. You... I have to go to therapy big time. <laughs> well, I think, yes. I think you need things. I mean, therapy, right? Like we do, there's value in breath work. There's value in, you know, exercise. Like mm-hmm. there is things that we do have to do to release these things that we shouldn't have been drilled with. But, you know, like it is big dog time. You know, you're an adult. It's time to grab that and be like, you know what, bitch? I don't feel good. This doesn't make me feel good. Mm -hmm. Mm. Like I left that party and like, I think I I texted like you and Dave and I was like, is it insane that I just left this place? Like, why would I, do I? And then someone's like, no, when you figure out something is not for you, that's it. Like you can take yourself out of a situation. I think I was telling you, well, I was telling you, I was talking to you from a place of like, yeah, I've known this to be true. Yeah, I think you have. And it's just like, as like I walk into that space and I'm already like, okay, like this isn't for me. I'm not going to really be, like this is not a place where I'm going to stand out in mm. any positive way. So I'll just like let that go and just like buy a fucking huge slice of watermelon <laughs> and yeah. take that into the warehouse and eat watermelon while, so nice. while the lights are strobing. Yeah. And I had a great time. But it's also... But yeah, I I mean I, but Bob that beliefs. But that is like, but that that like the way that you sort of reckon with that situation is 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 hard and it's and it's and it's tough. And I'm sorry. do you like do, do you understand what I'm saying? I when to- I, say that? I totally get what you're saying. I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Are you kidding? It is a huge life lesson to realize that like you don't have to be putting yourself in these situations where you feel judged or in inadequate or you know yeah. not worthy. Right. Yeah. And you're not anything less for not being in those situations. Mm. It's an interesting concept, this. Mm. I mean, you know what I say? I think um, all of the people in our lives and like all the people listening, like all really want a lot for themselves in their lives. But mm. what that means is really facing hard um, things about yourself head on so you can move through them and be the thing you want to be. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. yes. And so you guys are doing Or there just, there just has to be this... Re- and. I'm not saying that like some people don't have this, but there has to be this recursive thing in you, this mechanism that tells you I should address this and change. Because then they're they're just because well, there are some people who don't have that who Mm -hmm. who do not want to change, examine, yeah, and that's it. 
And I, I literally told you in a bitchy way recently. I was like, well, you should examine this thing about you. <laughs> and but that's just me. That's just me saying like, you know, like. But it was about this. It, it was literally about it was. Do you know the, about the co- former congressman Aaron Shock? No. So he was like at the, he was in he's Congress. From, from Illinois. He's from Illinois, and he was very anti-gay Republican. Yes. But rumors revolutionary, started, right? Right. So ru- young and like uh, conventionally attractive. Yes. In fact, muscular, and was even on the cover of like some like men's fitness magazines, yeah. like to the to that extent. Great. And he was like kind of like a star Republican because he was like young and like hot and exp- like still held their beliefs. And he got, and got, stuff. got caught accepting bribes. And, yeah. And he had um, to leave in disgrace. Decorated his office, uh, inspired by Downton, Downton Abbey. Abbey, and there Ew. were started to be rumors about him, him being gay. Being gay. Oh, so that has been confirmed. Like in the past few months, he's just been very out in West Hollywood, like around. And now he's Yikes. not in Congress anymore. He's just doing whatever. And like he is very much like a figure, like on the scene. And he was at Coachella, and pictures of him making Whoa. out with guys, and like doing whatever, and like very much doing the whole Coachella thing came out, and so. All of a sudden, there was all this talk about him again. Meanwhile, he had been like on the scene in West Hollywood for months, but the Coachella pictures really made it like a viral talking point yes, on Twitter and yes. stuff. But wait, has this person talked back their rhetoric? No, from no, oh, not okay, because that's like so that's why people got mad. They were like, okay, they were like, normally we like all these gay media outlets were like, normally we would never, yeah, we celebrate, someone. yeah, right. Like that is a very personal thing, but for someone who has destructively acted uh, against the queer community, yeah, I mean, like yeah. we have no, we have no problem, like just shining a light on this. And- yeah, because there's a difference between you know, you know, putting out your internalized misogyny outwardly, like that happens. That's unfortunate. It's sad. It's a cycle of abuse. It's a cycle of that. Yes, but like yes. to use to get gain power and right. then to use that power against lesser powerfully people, and then to be like basically, I'm gonna say. For a certain section, for an important section of the queer community to be accepted and embraced, mm. that's the oh, thing absolutely. That I mean, and that's the thing is, it's like if he didn't look the way he looked, there wouldn't even be a discussion about like this. Larry Craig. Truly, yeah, Larry 100%. Craig happened. Everyone was like, "Bye, nope, see ya." Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone. Yep. And because he there is, was no place for him in the gay community. There's nope. a pl- there's a place for Aaron Shock in the gay. Community. And that is something I think that that that's I'm I'm almost. I'm happy that it's a conversation because I think it's something that the gay community truly needs to discuss Mm -hmm. is why we let people like this get away with whatever they want. Mm -hmm. Um, But what happened was I was seeing it go viral on Twitter and I almost even tweeted like, uh, why don't we ignore this person actually instead of retweeting this picture? Like mm-hmm. I was like getting annoyed that yeah. we were retweeting it so much. I'm like, okay, like we're this we're still circulating like this photo of this person, and then I realized I actually had been following him on Instagram, like wow. unbeknownst to me. Yes, and somebody like took a screenshot of the fact that I was following <gasps> him and posted it online. Scary. And Bowen texted me, and he was like, "Are you following Aaron Shock on Instagram?" <laughs> and I was like, "No." And then I realized I was, and I was like, "Oh my god, I am!" But I didn't realize, and I'm I unfollowed him immediately. Etc. And he was like, I took a moment to be disappointed in my friend, and I was just like, how do I? I was like, what do I? What do I say to like the the person I care most about in this whole world? I was like, I was like, and and it came off in the way that it it comes off when I say things sometimes, where it was just a little mean and and snarky and whatever. I was just like, well, maybe you examine it, which I mean is (laughs) something to say. You know what I mean? mean, If we even zoom out, like here's what I'll say: is this the gay community is facing this intersectionally, which has been, you know, like you know, black girls don't get their photo when they're kidnapped yes, taking. Yes, and then you have yes, women who yes. are not pretty enough when they're assaulted that right. they don't get coverage. Yes. And it is like this huge problem where it is like 
based in like the beauty values of like young straight white cis women. Yes, yes, yes. And then I feel like that's permeating out and these it's plying it's you know reacting totally, and all, totally, reenacting totally. in all these different ways. Yeah, and yes. we all I don't know, it's just I'm like, let's all figure it out together. I know. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I think it's like <laughs> totally. for our like I wish it like I don't wish it could, but like for our community that it presents an interesting topic of conversation. It just it's honestly gonna come down to whether the people that need to change or need to make changes mm -hmm. are gonna want to talk about this like yeah. are they actually gonna you know, you, want uh, Aaron what? Shock to not this be is there this is my favorite um, metaphor of analogy but similarly yes. yeah. yeah um okay so this is what I believe with all like and I believe we're doing this and we've been doing this but like with when it comes to activism okay so after I think it was like I don't know the Grammys um Katy Perry was having yes. a party at One Oak okay mm -hmm. okay and she was playing horrible music Mm -hmm. And it was not good music. Is this J-Lo? Bitch, it's fucking J-Lo. Oh my God, go. And so, I think I've told you this before. <laughs> I love that. I love and so, J-Lo arrives with all of her friends, right? Mm -hmm. Music bad, all her friends, you know, it's like the hobnob situation. Like, you want to stay there, you want to see and be seen. Yes. And so, J-Lo's like, I'm not having fun. J-Lo doesn't say, everyone, let's go. J-Lo doesn't say, I'm done, let's shut this party down. J-Lo just leaves. And guess what? That confidence, that standing in that? Everybody fucking followed J Lo. <gasps> it's okay. I mentioned this on Seat Culture. It's that DEA agent thing. Mm -hmm. This is okay. Can I can I tell you this is a similar? I'm horny thing. for a DEA agent. <laughs> <laughs> There's this book that I'm reading now. It's very. I, I'm recommending it to everyone. I'm I'm telling everyone it's very new age language, but mm -hmm. it's the the writer Martha Beck is very self aware and she's very she's got solid jokes, mm -hmm. solid hahas. She she can she can fit into any room um, <laughs> solid hahas ha -ha but she um she has this D dea agent friend who instead of kicking down doors in, in a drug raid and holding up a gun oh we'll just find a way to sneak we'll find a way to enter the, the space uh -huh. and just walk in and just calmly sit down in front of the people oh my God. the people in there yeah and he'll just be like and Emma's heard this and Matt's heard this, but and and then the people are just like confused, but not fully. St they're startled, but not like alarmed, because mm -hmm. normally like they'd run away if it was like if a gun was being held to their you know like pointed in their direction. But they're just like startled and they're confused, like who is this person? And then after like a moment, this agent just is like, "Come with me," and everyone's like, "Okay." The power that and has. Then, and then he arrests The them. international implications that, that, that it has. The clearance that it has. The access that it has. The that has. All of it. So, um, I know, you know what? I'm sure there's a great deal of privilege to this, you know, like, like um, method. Yes. Uh, yeah, of I'm course. saying. But like, um, yeah, that rules. Like, but to yeah. be able to get to the place where I'm like, you know what? I'm going and I don't care what anyone else does or mm -hmm. says. That is tough. You know what I mean? Going? That, it, oh. Uh, like to, to be the JLo. To be the JLo in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is like, yeah, this is literally, like, say it's the Oscars. You know uh -huh. what I mean? For, so, for example, like, you know, don't love giving them super a lot of credit, but like Will and Jada uh, boycotting the Oscars that year. Uh -huh. They were like the first ones to kind of say, we're not going. Yeah. That's the Oscars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and to be able to say, you know what? Actually, I'm going to reject this thing mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. uh, that we've all been cultured to hold up higher than anything else in, the, in our film industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like that is that takes a lot of balls because you're probably saying when you do hashtag boycott Oscars or whatever, mm -hmm. you're probably never getting nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
it's like now with the WGA and like, you know, all the drama that's happening with that. It's like, you know, it's it's a lot to say, like, I'm going to fire my agent. Yeah. But you do it because yeah. like mm-hmm. you, that's what's right. Union, and, baby. and you stay with your union or whatever. But it's hard to often do the right thing in the face of society being like, well, it's this way. Totally. You totally. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Tell as yeah. old as time, I guess. Tell as old as time. And the way that what society is saying is this way is you get abs. Yeah. We'll, we'll care. You can get away with anything. Um, anyway, it is psycho. It's psycho. It but, is psychotic um, and w- it must change. And we all have to lose our abs. <laughs> yes. If you have abs. I'll be the first to lose them. If you have abs, you are fascist. It's time to eat bread. <laughs> it's time to eat bread. And by eat bread, I mean ask the question. Yes. The question we ask everyone, Mo, you know it. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yeah. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey. Try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow... 
So could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Mo? <laughs> yes. loves culture. Made you say culture is for me. Okay. Um, okay. Here's my thing. You, I'm a fucking culture hound. So yes. Like, multiple yes. answers. I could have a million. Um, I decided to narrow my focus to one specific today. Okay. <gasps> and you know what? If it doesn't ring true to you, I have others. Um, <laughs> now and then. Now and then. Now and the then. movie Now and Then. The movie now with um, Christina Ricci um, as Roberta, with uh, Rosie Donald as Roberta as well. We have Demi Moore. We have I've Gabby Hoffman. Gabby Hoffman's ha- in it? Oh, yeah, babe. We have um, Melanie Griffith. We have Laura Birch. We have um, who else 90s icons. Oh, my gosh. We, we have Rita Wilson. We have oh. the girl that played the young Chrissy who did not have a career after, but I wish her the best. Um, oh. We have who is the other kid? Um, Thora Birch, um, Christina Ricci. Gabby Hoffman. Yeah, that's four. I'm going to look it up. Look up now and then. Here's my thing. Because can you believe <clears throat> I've never seen this movie? I think you should really see it. It's Neither super dark. It. Like, Robert, oh my gosh. It was it was just super formative. Like, Devin Sawa, that was like his opening. Oh, right. He was Mr. 90s Oh my God, throb. he was so hot in that. And my sister and I used to play now and then. But I, first of all, growing up, I'd always play the boy parts and everything. Uh, and so like, queer. when we were playing, thank you, queer. <laughs> and then we were playing Sailor Moon, like I'd be Darian. And like, yes. when we were playing now and then, I'd be Devin Sawa. And like, which we would just play now and then, Whoa. which is the movie. This is amazing, this cast. This cast, you guys, this Get is this crazy. Is Gabby Hoffman, Demi Moore, Christina Ricci, Rosie O'Donnell, um, Rita Wilson, Thora Birch, Melanie Griffith, Devin Sawa, Rumor Willis, Cloris Leachman, Hank Azaria, Bonnie Hunt, Janine Garofalo. Wow. Yeah. Brendan Frazier uh, as, as an uncredited, as a, uncredited Vietnam, Vietnam veteran. Where he told Roberta he got a purple heart and it was this moment. And Re- oh my God. Like, <gasps> and Roberta had lost her mom. And so they were going through trauma. And then like Sam's parents were getting divorced. And it was all about these best friends who were 12 years old in the 70s. And just like, like going through, like Roberta would make death jokes and they're like, it will help you process. And Sam would run away when her parents were fighting. And then like, like Chrissy was like becoming a young woman and like Teeny wanted to be a woman. So many themes. It was truly like, it it packed so much into one damn movie. And then they like did a seance and my sister and I would do seance after that. Like, and they like contacted Dear Johnny who was this ghost. Like, you guys, you gotta see it. I mean, no, that's what I need. And also, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of like fascinated by Rosie O'Donnell as a concept. Oh, yeah. Like, and who she is and what she does and like what her career has been. I forget that like in the early 90s, she was Talk actress. She oh, was she was actress. actress. She was League of Their Own. She was. Um, League of Their Own, iconic. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just remember her talk show where she'd have a different desk every day and the Oreo themed one really spoke to me. Ah. Uh, she was fucking Harriet the Spy. Queen of Nice. Oh, Queen the of Spy Nice. Really, Queen of Nice. She was great. Yeah. She like, I mean, was, is she. Do, is she. A good actress? Yes. 
Yes. She's her like here's my thing. She's a Jennifer Aniston. She's not gonna mm-hmm. play way outside her range, but what she does, she does fucking well. Wow. I love that. I yeah. love that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. No, when you're good at it. Well, yeah. here's my thing. It's just that I think we've kind of come to expect everything out of actors now mm-hmm. where it's like you have to be a versatile you have to be a christian bale you have to mm-hmm. kill yourself and then come to life yeah. again and yep, then yep, rise yep, yep, yep. and yeah. it's just like okay well let someone be good at one thing and let that be good and appreciate it yeah wow. i think there's nothing wrong with being a jennifer aniston because jennifer aniston knows exactly what <laughs> and jennifer she deserves aniston credit does. and nobody she... gives her it or money <laughs> It or sucks. money. It sucks. Jennifer Aniston is poor. It's actually rule of culture number 16. Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, Aniston is, is poor. poor. She needs our help. Cake was like a glimmer of a moment for her. To, I didn't see Cake, but I but heard it. I heard that she fucking turned the yeah. cake. Or the yeah. Good Girl, whatever that one was. Good Girl, oh, I have right, seen. I didn't right. see that. I didn't see that. Because Good Girl has young, hot Jake Gyllenhaal. Young, I'm hopeful. Hot and full come. And full come. I'm hopeful that she will have some sort of renaissance. She has years. in Dumplin. She was Dumplin. Oh, and she's gonna be in this new fucking Apple TV show. Have you heard about this Apple TV show? Yes, I have heard with about Reese TV Witherspoon. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. The trailer for the Apple TV stuff looks really good. I know, and I have weird feelings yeah, about it. I feel real mixed. I'm like well, no. oh, Minority Report, but I'm also like I love women. No, performing totally. In front of me. No, I, I I'm excited. I just ugh, I had a little missed opportunity there. Bowen was cast on a show that well. You know, yeah. We don't want to take the, the so we don't want to take it away from the person we're who's playing the part. So we're not going to say we're what not it is. Say what it is. That would be uh, disrespectful. But, but uh, Bowen almost was on an Apple TV show. An Apple TV show, and it looks really cool. It looks really fucking cool. Honestly, it looks very. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, we'll just, that's not your. Yeah. You that's know, not mine. That's, that's not, not mine. That's not yours. All the shows look really cool, and I'm going to say three shows that look cool, and one of them is the show because <laughs> I do want to talk about it. Yeah, one of them is the show that Bowen is referencing <laughs> and two of them are not you guys guess you know what looks really amazing what? that show um dickinson <laughs> that show dickinson that show dickinson looks really good the Haley steinfeld show oh my gosh i should have booked that oh you <laughs> should have booked it <laughs> do you know i was i auditioned for constance woo's part in the new j-lo stripper movie oh, and i was like why didn't i get it oh okay yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> like, but you would have been perfect you would have been amazing uh, wait what's strip. the j-lo you stripper have to play stripper it's someday. about the score story where they would drug the guys and then take like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars yes it's fucking awesome i love that it's really cool what i don't know about the cardi story. b's gonna be in at constance woo j-lo fucking um julia styles is playing the reporter so fucking I good wait 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 what is the story of this movie is to, they would they would drug these men and they would take their money so they were strippers at scores on the west side um uh-huh. of manhattan and they like so what would happen is these really really wealthy guys would come in and they would get them really drunk and they would put like ecstasy ecstasy and all sorts of different things uh-huh. things in their drinks Holy and shit. then they would charge up their credit card like with like 150,000 in a night <gasps> and the guys would be so embarrassed cuz they weren't supposed to be there that it was going for like years yes and then they got a little bit overzealous and started. Are they in jail now? The, most of them got a good chunk. I, I, yeah. I, Is this going to be a drama or a comedy? I think it's going to be a comedy. I couldn't tell from the script. Oh, okay. Because it, it, it's J-Lo and it's Constance, Constance Wu. Wu yeah. And it's like... Cardi. <laughs> to me... To, <laughs> Cardi's in it? That's yeah. what she's saying. Yeah, Cardi. I didn't know that. Cardi, Julia Stiles. To me, what it feels like, at least from like the press, is it looks like it's going to be like an Ocean's 8 situation where mm-hmm. you laugh, but you're more empowered. This is the thing. It's 
I love that there's this cultural thing that's happening with scammers mm-hmm. where like you're Elizabeth Holmes, you're Firefasts, like you're fucking, what's her name? Um, um, Anna yeah. Delvey. Okay. Anna yes. Delvey. Who does, like she's the original. The original She's just like, I just like to get Chanel purses. Well, even like bling ring shit. Like bling ring was so ahead of its time. Like fucking oh Alexis Nyers was so they, ahead of her time. They robbed Adriana Parks' house. That was so good. So funny. Yeah. This is Alexis Nyers calling. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh, no. So it's interesting that there's this cultural thing that's happening now with like scammers being like, wow, what are the, what are the minds of these people? Uh-huh. But now also it's like after Ocean's 8, you've got the Dirty Rotten Scoundrels gender, gender flip thing where it's Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. Oh, my Wilson. gosh. Are you serious? It's oh, called yes. The Hustle. The Hustle. Yes, that looks yeah. cute. I'm excited looks for that. cute. And then like this stripper movie now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like there's just more like scamming movies maybe that, that are specifically female-led anyway yeah um okay but talk us through now and then let's go back oh, wait, to now wait, and no, then. Um, oh wait no, 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 no. well, um, elizabeth what's her name dickinson dickinson oh dickinson. emily dickinson yes emily dickinson i'm so sorry i just like no, 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 know so no, no, many no. dickinsons you no. do you do emily dickinson really steinfeld is playing emily dickinson and they talk modern but it's set in period it's and are we talking sophia coppola situation are we talking good or bad we're talking it looks good oh great good jane kukowski plays the mom yeah yeah. What did I just say? Jenna Maroney voices into the mic. Yeah. <gasps> you did say that. Mm-hmm. You did say yeah, that. You did say Jane's that. Jane's my girl. Jane is so good. She's so good. Jane Krakowski is an icon. She's she... an icon. I actually think her best comedic moment, like, and there have been so many, but I'll never get over it in the pilot of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt when <laughs> she offers a like a Fiji, a, a, a Fiji water to Kimmy. <laughs> Kimmy says she doesn't no, want it and she, and she throws just throws it, it in the garbage. <laughs> So that is such a funny so joke. Yeah. Funny. Just like opening a fridge and re- revealing that it's chock full of Fiji water. Do you want one? She says no, and she throws, throws it, it out. Away. Throws that it in the garbage. So, that character oh, brilliant. choice. It's so good. It's, Although, and the, the way the, she throws it out, like no hesitation. Just, well, she doesn't want it, so I'm throwing it out. I, I still don't know how to feel about the, the Native, Native American, American arc. I know. Arc I'm gonna bravely say <laughs> I think like I think, I think it's funny. I think they're very aware. I think like the the people on that show were very aware of yes the the ridiculous the absurdity of it. I think and that's I, why they chose exactly to go crazy with it. Yeah, and people like responded the way they were expected to respond. But it's, I mean, I think about it and I laugh. That mm-hmm. show is a cartoon. <laughs> Nothing exists in the world. Like that's truly, true. honestly, it's it's so heightened. It's, it, yeah, I just feel it's like so with Thirty funny. Rock and with Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, it, the world is so heightened. And it's, Carol yeah. Kane, you like, just gotta Kane. laugh. Come know, on, I people. Know, I know, I know. Kimmy, you gotta get in here. It's like <laughs> so spooky. Uh, that is so my good. sense of humor. Like when I read, like like when I sit down to write, like the stuff that, I, like from my own voice, yeah, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like it's like it. My, everything might as well be a cartoon. It's, yeah, I love yeah. that. I respond to that, and also so just funny. like the whole like Tina Fey, Robert Carlock like style of just like joke, 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 joke. joke. I, I, even yeah. when it's like, I, I even <laughs> when it's too fucking much. No, you don't, Oprah. It. No, you don't, Oprah. I I feel like I love it. I feel like people our age have had. Just enough distance from 30 Rock now where I go, I watch an episode for the first time in like months or no, not months, like a year and a half. And I was just like, holy shit, this is like this a this like for good. Like people still are trying to emulate this voice. Yeah. And be like so funny. See, like the legacy of it is so strong. I Um, just feel like it. And also, Kimmy Schmidt was so fucking brilliant. It was so Did you see the episode last? Which the last the, year the sliding with, doors with, one? with no. TJ Fink with TJ Fingerblast DJ Fingerblast played by Derek Klena who's right. a friend of mine actually yes, yes. and it was a whole like 
making a murderer type documentary oh, episode. I heard about this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was so funny. They're so good. It was so fucking funny. Yeah. And wow. truly, almost none of the major characters were even in it. <laughs> also, so Aidy Bryant, fucking Aidy Bryant is so funny as the um, John Hamm's like girlfriend. <laughs> oh, and Kimmy Schmidt. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's great. That's great. She's like in denial about the fact that like he's got like mo mo women so like girlfriends. Good. Yeah. Uh, it's just so funny. I love that. I Truly, love everything that. everything about Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, I love. So funny. Unbreakable. So I like when things don't exist on planet Earth. It's totally, I do like totally, that, yeah. Totally, totally, totally. I mean, it's uh, Spider-Man, too many Spider-Men. What is it? Oh, God, Sp- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing like it. Oh, my God. Um. Say so, so now and then, if they remade it, what's the cast? Oh, my God. Um. How do we do it? Oh, God. I don't know actors. I'm like, oh, the pretty girl with the boobs. <laughs> and- <laughs> well, well, walk us through the plot. Because I'm like, because I. Wait, I'll I- give you guys other culture. Because I feel like I want to um, enjoy and celebrate something that you guys have experienced as well, either tangentially or actually. Fine. You give you give some culture. And then I want to ask you about something in culture that I think you do respond to. Okay. I okay. love this. Ready? I'll give a list. All the Harry Potter books. I mean, okay. yeah. Zoolander. Yeah. Clueless. Yeah. 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 Come on, you are you are a all child of clueless. I am a child. Of you're a child of all those things. Actually, yes. you are Cher Horowitz's cousin. Thank you so much. You really are. I like. And I, your eyes fell with tears when I said I that. I did. They really did. Because here's my thing. I have I have lists that I wrote when I was like, gosh, I want to say six. Like I have lists that has the entire cast of Clueless, except for none of the men's names, just how they relate it to the women yes. and my name. So it's like Cher, Dion, Ty, Morgan, um, Ty's boyfriend, uh, Dion's man. Um, like what it was it was a uh, Cher's cute half brother in parentheses Josh <laughs> yep. and like and like truly that movie oh my god yeah it's beautiful I was thinking about the other day like even just like from a directorial standpoint like oh, the yeah. iconic shots like what was oh in the writers room we were we for some reason put on um, Fancy by Iggy Azalea mm-hmm. right and just like th- that it's a good music video we should say yeah. and um give her that credit sure um. Even though it wasn't probably her, based that off thought of it, probably a director. Already done movie, anyway. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But just like I thought about, like how like the the shots are so iconic. Like for example, like them standing up against the fence when when they're oh, doing tennis yes. with their that, outfits. Outfits iconic. Oh my! Like God. just like the costume design, the art direction of it all, like just the direction of it all, like them with their walk and talk. Yeah, shares voiceover walk and talk, and the guy coming up and her pushing away and saying "as if," mm-hmm. just so like perfect. truly everything. There are so almost even the, every the, the single computer scene. screen with the outfits, like oh, even that. Oh my like, god! Almost and like her putting the mocha lip on at her vanity. Yes. It's like, oh my god! And then the famous lines that fucking come from, like, yeah, I hope not sporadically. Yeah, it's uh, like, oh my god, my bad, my bad. <laughs> like truly, Ooh. so many things like Lucy, started with that. Where's my Fred Siegel? It's like, oh my god, we're gonna play suck. And blow. Oh, <laughs> suck so and blow. blow. Let's play suck, suck and blow. Alton, it's suck and blow, not oh. suck and suck. <laughs> what an amazing movie. Wait, what, what am I going to tell our grandchildren? <laughs> yeah. I do not wear polyester oh hair. God. Donald Faison was Not like so some girls I know, like Shawana. <laughs> Donald Faison was so good in he that. He was so good in that. When he's licking his teeth in that one scene when uh, it's shaving his head, I'm like, oh, that shot. So good. That's it. So I'm calling your mother. mother. <laughs> Isn't R- it sad R- that R- Stacey Dash, Dash was brain. so good? R.I.P. Stacey Dash's brain. She had one back in the day. She had a good one. Well, she like made good choices. Yeah, she made fantastic choices. It's sad because she's iconic in that movie and now you think like, 
you can't picture them all getting together and getting lunch, right? Because they see that well, also, so fucking crazy. Alicia Silverstone is now like this vegan mama that's yeah. like she's yeah. vegan mama yeah. now, and she's it's just like mama. that's not Stacey Dash. That's not no, Stacey they Dash. are they in fact are diametrically opposed. <laughs> Where's Amber at? Is the real question. Oh, Where the fuck is she's Amber? She's doing at? well. Her, I, I peeped her Instagram like a, a couple months ago. She seems like she's doing great. Okay. Ambular. Ambular. So fucking good. Um, my doctor says I'm not allowed to do any activity where balls fly at my face. <laughs> Stacy. Well, there, well, there goes, goes your, your social, social life. life. <laughs> so good. Well, there goes your. Stacy was so good in that line. She was so. Too. I mean, look, she's just good. Also, the well, line when life. when she comes out of the. <laughs> we were both named after famous singers who now do infomercials. <laughs> Oh, that so writing was good. so fucking so good. That, again, that is a big world with joke, 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 joke. It joke, is. Joke, it was virgin who can't drive. Oh, that Brittany. was way harsh, Ty. I'm really sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm Let's really just sorry, talk whatever. when we mellowed. Yeah, I'm outie. Oh, so nineties. Oh my god, you know, you guys know what movie Britney Murphy is so good in? Uptown Girls. Uptown Girls, riding on cars with boys. Oh, amazing! <gasps> in it. No, this is the thing. This is the thing. Mm -hmm. Britney Murphy is iconic. She Iconic. would have won an Oscar. One day she would have Las Vegas. Won. The even in the Ashton Kutcher movie, I fucking loved her. In oh, that. I didn't watch. That. She makes it look easy. She makes it look easy. Brittany yes. Murphy used to make it look very easy to be that charming and that specific. Yes, mm -hmm. and honestly, like, really brought that character of Ty to life. Like <sighs> it was, she was perfect. And even I don't think it's necessarily fair for me to say this, but even she might have been like a Jennifer Aniston, Rosie O'Donnell, where she did yeah. one. She didn't play too much outside her range, but no. she did it well. Remember, she don't nailed. say a word. I'll never tell. What is that? You don't remember? Don't say a word with that Michael was, Douglas. Yeah, she yeah, played yeah, like yeah, she yeah. played like she was in like a mental facility or right, something. Right, she right. was in Girl Interrupted. She was in Girl Interrupted. Oh, no, fantastic. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I take it back. I take it back. So good. I enjoy it. I have chills. We miss you, Brittany. We miss you, Brittany. You're oh. jealous because I was released. And then Angelina Jolie fucking lays into her with I, the monologue that won her an Oscar. Yeah. Angelina right Jolie, I get chills when I think about. It. She is my drag mother. You yeah. are, she, you are a, a child of Angelina. Thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you want to know some tea I heard about Angelina Jolie? Maybe. Go. She fucking loves Survivor. That's great. And she because goes she gives to one. <laughs> because she goes to Survivor watch parties with all her kids. That's so fun. Yeah. I like I that. Her. Yeah. And 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 that they all watch Survivor. <laughs> Did you know that Survivor is low key still huge? Is it still on? Yes. Still New on. ones? You can't even believe how thriving it is. My sister wants to be on it. There's a cultural that shift happening with Survivor where it kind of, because I think this happened for The Bachelor too, where mm -hmm. for a while it dipped and then it no came one back. gave a shit and now it's back. I'm a batchhead. I'm blast. a batchhead. You're about your Bachelor Nation. Well, I watched for a few. I started again with Rachel Lindsay. Right. Yes. I loved and Rachel Lindsay. I loved, loved her. her. And then I thought that was the best season. Shocked. Well, I guess not shocked because the world is literal garbage. Yeah. I couldn't believe when I heard that that was like one of the lower rated seasons. Right. And then I remembered, oh, racism. It's because People. of racism. Yeah. Yeah. Despite um, the fact that her. Head and shoulders being the best bachelor. Oh my yes. god, she yes. is like I think about her. I'm like, I hope you're happy. I love you so much. Yes. Like, well, you <laughs> believed you believed that like all these men wanted to fight for her affection. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. I was like, yes, she is a not a prize, but she's if like, you saw so her on the street, you just like want to talk to her. She has that effervescence. She has that glow where you're just yes. like, hi, I I hope you have a great day. Yes, yeah. yes, like, yes. That's yes. my problem with like the general conceit of those shows where there's one object of affection. I'm like, really, everyone wants to fall over the, the fall over themselves to yes, marry. Maybe you want person. what you can't have. Well, then there's like there's a whole psychological aspect to it too, right? Which is like you it's cut the people off from society for months, and of course they're gonna think this. They're it's gonna like, like have a cultish mentality around it. Exactly. 
exactly. But with her, I was like, this season really works because I believe that all these men mm-hmm. would and truly. And I'm in love with Rachel. I, as a viewer, am in love with Rachel. Yes. Exactly. And yeah. I agree with her. Yes. And everything she did, she she had me the whole season until she picked Brian. Right. That was crazy. Well, also, Peter was Madison, being... Wisconsin's own. Thank Peter. you. I, I ran into him in Soho. I did. Okay, ready? What? Did not. So Come I on. did. And I did this. Okay, so sometimes I, when I get nervous or like overexcited the or anything, comes out. it's so bad. Um, or like, like truly, I am like a child where it's like one drink, um, excited, nervous, angry, anything. It's just yeah. I'm like, what's up, guys? Hey. Ah! And so I went. I, do that too. I passed him and he was so handsome and he had that perfect gap tooth. And I was like, hi, so I'm from Madison. <laughs> and he goes, hi. And he like starts to talk to me. I go, I just want to say you're great. Um, and Tim Platt uh, was with me. Uh, Tim. And Tim's a badger head, sweetest man alive, mm-hmm. my creative collaborator later. Him. And um, he, Tim's watching me and I'm going, Okay, um, so we're gonna go, <laughs> and then like he looked like he was gonna engage, and I was like, and I truly ran away. Oh, you probably could have gotten a date out of him. I absolutely could have. I know that for sure. Oh my god, uh, I feel confident is, about is that. Is he as hot in person as he is on the show? He's taller. He's stronger. <gasps> he's he's oh so handsome. It's crazy. He's very handsome. And I'm like, oh my so gosh, hot. you come from my people. Like you understand like how to eat just like only bread and white foods. You know, like it would have been really nice. His crying. What, what that scene where they did. Did you watch that? I didn't. Uh, I didn't watch it. The scene uh, where they broke up because the they just like hit a wall. Oh, I did watch that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was. It was so hard to watch really because it was like watch. watching him really cry mm-hmm. and like her really cry, and then like when it ended up being Brian after watching that whole section of that episode where it was like watching them obviously want to be together and yeah. not I was like this show fuck this show and coming up against the parameters of the show being like he was like I really would like to date you I'm actually feeling like really afraid of commitment right now Um, but and then she's like no this is the show like yeah. I understand it's almost like she was like please just like go through these motions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he, he was couldn't unwilling get there. to play the yeah, game yeah he was un- which is like unfortunate because you know her she's a smart woman she like she would have figured out something for them. But. I mean, it's it's literally it's like it's like a what are the rules anyway situations. Like you what you get engaged and you don't fucking you get a Neil Diamond ring and then you just keep it. Mm. But he, I think the Madison Wisconsin jumped out. Yeah, that's I true. think the traditionalism jumped out. That's what Tradition. I think. <laughs> but first of all, we should reference. We should say that that is a reference. The jumped out is a reference to another reality show, Charm School, where Monique says to Pumpkin. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Um, Remember when Pumpkin spit behavior New less. York? Yes. yes. I watch every VH1 show ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like too, the Surreal too. Life. Um, oh, what was yeah. it? Charm School. Kept. Remember that one where Jerry yep. Hall had all those boys? Oh, no. That was a really good one. Charm School? Charm School? Charm school. Did you first, watch Charm School? Mm-hmm. First Charm School. Your was behavior last night was, was whore-like. <laughs> the whore jumped out. The whore jumped out. out. And, and then it jumped back in, but it jumped out. The whore jumped out. But then jumped back. Academy the- Award winner Monique to a human woman said, Your behavior last night was whore like. The whore jumped out. And then it jumped back in, but then it jumped out. The whore jumped Title of that. The whore jumped out. Jump a whore jumping out. Picture a whore jumping out. The whore jumped out. Like a banshee from your spirit. Like, just sucks on a dick. <laughs> that is, but that is such a satisfying season of television if you watch mm-hmm. it back because it, I think it did succeed in its mission where also, it was outfits. like outfits. The outfits. We need outfits. But it succeeded in what what its mission was, which mm-hmm. is just to like 
have these women like whatever like maybe like it is a little problematic cattiness was the goal fights were the goal physical fights were the goal but it was problematic for them to be like less trash <laughs> like, to, to like, be, like the bad girls club on oxygen it yeah. is a little class gross to be oh, like we'll make you less trashy uh-huh. but it was satisfying to watch yeah and Safari who won the whole fucking season was amazing and she had mm-hmm. such a good arc and she had the best arc because she got eliminated before she even got a name on Flavor of Love season two. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember this? Yep. Safari got into a fight yeah. Safari with with this poor woman. I forget who it was, but they fought over... And then, oh. no, this woman, they fight over a bed. This woman takes a bouquet of flowers and starts hitting Safari as Safari grabs onto her hair and then Safari just goes, don't you hit me with flowers! <laughs> and they fight and then she gets kicked out and then at charm school... <laughs> Monique does this whole ceremony where she like where she has all the girls step up step up and reveal their real names and she she like takes a she divorces <laughs> the Flav of Flav names from their names and then it gets to Safari it's like pumpkin what's your real name it's this <laughs> it's um, never gonna be that again yeah like what like like uh, red oyster what was your real name it's that red, red oyster oyster hoops what's your real name hoops what's your real name and then they get to Safari and Monique just goes Safari we're gonna give up that terrible name no I do not remember this you. no so tell me what your real name is. And then Safari just goes, it's Safari. <laughs> like, I didn't get a name. And so Safari is my real name. It's beautiful oh, television. The fa- so funny. <laughs> Who is fascinating is Monique. Monique is fascinating. Going from st- being one of the stand up legends, the queens of comedy, yes. to Charm School, whatever, Charm School host. to honestly, what was Beer Fest? Remember Beer Fest? Oh. She was yeah. in Beer Fest. Her big oh line in that God. movie was, I'm going to break your dick off. <laughs> Every boy in my grade would get together and watch that multiple times right. that year. And I was just like, can you guys hang out? Yeah. Like, hang out. I saw it in the shitty movie theater in Original town. Cock Destroyer Monique. Original Cock Destroyer Monique. Dick yeah. Then Precious, Precious, based on the novel Pushed by Sapphire. Immediately after. Academy yes. Award winner. winner in an incredible performance. Oh, yeah. And then disgraced and blacklisted by certain sections of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. For un for for shitty reasons. Well, she's been fully blacklisted by truly Oprah and Tyler Perry. It's crazy, which is psycho. And also Lee Daniels, like they we'll still her, feud. Yeah. Like remember the whole Steve Harvey yes, thing that just yes, happened? Yes, yes, that yes. was a whole thing. Yes, yes. Did you not know about this? What no. Happened? So basically, when Precious was coming out, okay, there was obligations or like assumed obligations on everyone on the cast part so to promote it. Yeah. Well, so the they movie. they were in, yeah they yeah. were invited to. Con, where the film was was uh, being shown, and Monique like declined to go to Con because she wasn't being paid to do press. Okay, so b- basically, she was not willing to play ball with any promotion, and then she wouldn't campaign for herself to win the Oscar because she felt it would be unfair to do it like politics. And she won the Oscar anyway. That's the most legit thing I've fucking yeah. ever heard of. Right, yeah. but. Hollywood's a business oh and she God. didn't play ball and then it was this whole thing with like it became very public about how and why she wouldn't play ball and then it got and very what, ugly what was the why did did did, did we figure that it out it legit was just about not being paid she just didn't, yeah. to do things Which and she was like I had a family herself. at the yeah. time she had yeah. a BET talk show I don't know right. if you remember that right right mm-hmm. um but then she ended up losing a lot of it because I think she lost a lot of like industry respect. But really, just based on the whole like thing of like she wouldn't play a ball in the so way they wanted her to, and then it became public and ugly. And I don't think she's like necessarily probably an easy person to deal with. Yeah. Mm. But you know, when you're that talented, that's a groundbreaker. That's someone leaving the party. 
even though they know something, no one's she not going to follow party. them. Pioneer in open she, relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pioneer in not shaving open your relationship legs. Queen. And and not shaving your legs, Queen. Pioneer. Yeah. And I remember like she was asked about her open relationship by some interviewer. It might have been Diane Sawyer or something. Uh-huh. But they like, grilled her about her open relationship. And this was like truly probably like four years ago, three, four years uh-huh. ago. And I was just like, something about this feels really weird. Like, it's, stop. Leave yeah, her alone. Leave it her works alone. for yeah, her. And yeah. it was this whole thing of like, it kind of was like, Remember years ago when Britney Spears said masturbation was secret? Right. I mean, sacred, sacred. 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 Yeah. And <laughs> and Diane Sawyer was like, it's what? And Britney like went back in her shell and was like, oh, I think I was confused. Sorry, sorry, mm. sorry. I'm like, see, no, that's why Britney is the way she is now is because it's we fucking, fucking Diane Sawyer. batted down every single impulse she ever had so that she could be good for us. Meanwhile, like... Let her say masturbation is sacred. Fucking, oh my but god! But that's what I'm saying. Like uh, we're talking at brunch today. Like we have to undo a lot of things that we absorbed. Like because I would see Anne Hache and I would be like, "Oh, so you can't, you can't like both?" Okay. Oh my god! Yeah. Like because everyone was like, "She dated Ellen, and then she dated a man, it's so she's confusing. she we needs don't to get die." It. We hate this. And I remember watching that, being like, "Sorry, okay." Yeah. Like ah. Like Imagine a- being someone who's like watching that Britney interview and they and then she shames her for masturbating. Well, masturbating. That kid then is not going to touch themselves. Oh, it's okay. so you know. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> that kid is not going <laughs> to touch themselves. They're not going to know to do that. I love that you heard yourself say it. <laughs> it sucked and I didn't know because I hate being like, well, not like that. <laughs> not like that. In, in my head, that sounds wrong. In my head, I literally saw you like ride up on a jet ski, turn around, and go the other way. Like that was the image I saw. Like that you was the running feeling. up on jet. Keeps turning <laughs> the water spewing, and then you go. I have to go back. Bye. <laughs> wow. Have you ever ridden a jet ski? No, I refuse. It's scary. <laughs> jet ski is straight culture. It is no, straight culture. It is. It's it's like da- there's these things that are still so violently dangerous and people are like you haven't jumped out of a fucking plane and you have but I guess have. what? I don't believe you should have had to. No, no, and no. That was nuts. straight culture. That well, was straight culture. It was definitely <laughs> me jumping out of that plane was absolutely straight culture. Yes. But I am happy that I did it because it feels funny to me now. Huh, yeah, sure. Okay. Like I I I I don't think I've ever shown you the video. I'm have sure, you seen no, the video? I've never seen the video. Either. I don't. I don't care to honestly. I, you've talked about it. It's so literally much. me. Like talking no. like this. That's y- scary. You've talked about it so many times. That I. I was there. Oh wait, we didn't get to address that. We have made out. I didn't get to. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of straight culture, me and Mo did make out. Here's the thing, Matt and I. Everyone said we had insane chemistry, and we know that because I think we were twins in another life for sure. What? Oh my god, there's mm-hmm. so much to work through. Yeah. We're a good visual match. We are. are. You guys are very too good. Too. We take striking photos together. Long limbed. Long limbed. Good looking. We've been yelling for like four and a half years. Okay. Our photos. So True. so talk, so you guys are playing detectives. What is going on? So Give it was the reductress pilot pilot presentation. Yes. And it was like so funny because it was playing on like um you know like Horatio in um C- uh not CSI maybe CSI where you take his sunglasses off and be like it looks like there's another yeah, yeah like yes. like uh, what's his name David whatever CSI Miami and um he so like it was like playing on that where it was just super horny when there's a dead person in front yes, of you yes, yeah yes. like straddling the body all yeah that shit. <laughs> and right. so then like we would be like should you go take a sample yeah and then like and then build and then it was after us it was Rachel Winitsky and Brandon Scott Jones and like <laughs> both of us would do bits where all the two of us would just get too horny and then fall over onto a dead body making out yeah. on it it this was tension became too much and we so had to funny. go there was playing the dead body the dead body was played by Nicole Silverberg oh my god <laughs> So she wasn't, we have to include her. Yeah, she was there. Absolutely. Forever Dog Zone, Nicole Silverberg. Yes. Please listen to Nicole's Grey's Anatomy. Nicole's Grey's Anatomy. Dog. Um, but yeah, that we did make out. Now, what did you think of the kiss? I think it was fantastic. I oh. had a really good time. I had a really too. good time. I had a fun afternoon. Whoa. 
I'm horny. <laughs> I felt like I started to smell bad after a while. because It was hot in there. Hot. It was hot and it was like a warm day. It was a summer day. It was a summer day. Just a summer day. And you two, I, I, I believe, I believe it when people fall in love on set. When you kiss that used someone. to be my yeah. dream as a kid. And but there's this thing that happens even now where it's like it hasn't really happened to me. Oh no, this happened. This truly happened to me and Brandon Scott Jones, where we kiss. We we kiss famously in a feature film. In a feature film, and I was I just thought, like, no. And I, we kissed like for like a Isn't dozen times. Yeah. Yes, and then and you fell in love with him. And afterwards, I was like, you felt something. Well, my my brain was just like I would look at him and I I, I left to say bye to him and I was just like bye Brandon and then I walked away and I was like, um. Oh, but you're in love with him. Like he, he that is your soul. Like you, you were, it was kind of No, I did not feel that with you, baby. No, like I love you. I did not feel that with you. I have to tell you something. I didn't fall in love I with you. I didn't fall in love with you. I did not fall in love you. with you. I love I'm you not dearly. in love with you. No, I'm no, not in love no, with you. That's not where I was. You guys are not being honest with your emotions. You guys have to get to the bottom of belief of why you're not attracted to each other. I have I have to say have never once fallen in love on I've seen many popular roulette videos where everybody's making out with everybody. I will say that. Everyone's making out with everybody. and I have made out more times than we can ever say. That makes God. me laugh so hard. Wow. Yes. Wow. Did you resolve the love? I did. I did. It was just well, it was just me saying like my it was me acknowledging that my brain was playing tricks on me. That's spooky. Did you yeah. ever tell Brandon Scott Jones that you were in I love think with so. Him? I think I was just like, oh, I, th- I was like, I think I get why I was like, I get why like Kate people, Winslet and a director fell in love. There you go. Or mm-hmm. or it's just that people like two people who have to kiss constantly for a movie. Yeah. Or maybe a play even. A theater, even. I heard. T- I I heard T. I heard T. That two co-stars hooked up. Do you want to know who? The yes. T- I heard that Evan Rachel Wood and Jimmy Simpson from Westworld hooked up. Oh, that's Which cute. one's Jimmy Simpson? He played um, the young man in black, like in the in the when you find out. The, oh, spoiler he's alert, so handsome. Hot. Um, I honestly, my heart is hell for Ed in that. Ed Harris. Oh my god. Ed Harris is, looks great. Has always looked the hottest guy. uh, The Snape vibe in that. Mm. The one that plays, um, the one that plays. Oh, his name is Rodrigo Santoro. He plays one of the um, the robots, but he is like the hot bad cowboy boy, and he fucks Tandy Newton quite a bit. Oh yeah, yeah. That that one is like whoa. And Tandy Newton. The children have forgotten Tandy Newton. Oh no no no! Mission Impossible Three. And then she won an Emmy. Mm. And I'm gagged. The children. The children remembered. People Tandy. have forgotten about Tandy. Wow, good. The Thank children you. have remembered. The children have remembered. I think it's time. It is time. Oh my gosh, it's time. It's, it's time, time for I don't think so, honey. Get out of here, you, you boys. It's time, time for Gaga. They are referencing my <laughs> song that I sang. <laughs> was it the, the Oscars? The 2017 no, Super Bowl. Lady Gaga was, oh, yeah. I, you were telling these football players at the Super Bowl to get out of here. Get out of here, you boys. It's time <laughs> for Gaga. That's how I felt about every football player being on the field before halftime. Like it was like halfway through act, uh-huh. act two. I just almost called it act two. Act two. The, I guess like the what the, the second quarter. It was halfway through act two, and I have nothing yet to do. Do you know what I'm referencing? Um. Oh. Diva's lament from Spam a lot. Mm. Oh, someone tweet. Oh. Sara Ramirez. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I have my I don't think so, honey. This you is do. our this is our one minute to rail against something in culture yes. that we really do not like. Yes. Ooh, sorry. 
Um, okay, this is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So, Honey. He has something. Yes. The time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The fight or flight response. Oh, what? Oh. So I'm either a coward or I'm violent, bitch? How about talking it out, honey? Oh. I don't think so, honey. The fight or flight response. Because let me tell you something. I am not going to sit here and pretend that I have two options. I have never once fought or flighted. I have always <laughs> stayed exactly still and not known what to do in a crisis. And that is not fight or flight. That is freezing, honey. 30 seconds. I don't think so, honey. The fight or flight response. Because guess what, bitch? No. I feel that you have to sit down and talk through things. And that is not in this equation. Never once have I been uh, uh, like, attacked seconds. by something and thought, oh, I'm going to punch this thing. I wish that were my whole deal. But I'm telling you, if I'm confronted by something, I'm sitting down in Five shock seconds. and panic. If you're a shark and you come up to me, I die immediately. That's not fighting or f flying. That is dying. And that's one minute. <laughs> Ooh, I love that. I feel that the that fight powerful. or flight response does not apply to me. Um, mm. It is fight, flight, or freeze. Um, so it you is? are, you are. It is like a, a new amendment, but you are within that. Wow. But uh, when was the amendment made? That's what I say. I don't think so, honey. Late amendment for sure. Bingo. Mm -hmm. But they, there you go, late amendment, and mm -hmm. it's not a binary; it's a trinary. Oh wow! I don't, I don't, that might not, might not be the word. <laughs> a trinary. Okay, trinary. <laughs> I don't think that's a okay. Thing. Here we go. Okay, this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So, Honey, and his time will actually start now. I don't think so, honey. Most Broadway audiences. Because <laughs> you know what? Sue and I went to the theater the other day, looked around. Um, the, it was what the Constitution means to me. Heidi Shrek, phenomenal. Everyone, please go see it. She made some big, big, true statements about how the founding document of our country is actively working against marginalized communities. And you could feel the buttholes, the white mm -hmm. buttholes, mm -hmm. upper middle class buttholes clench in that fucking audience. And you know what I realized? This is 30 most, seconds. This is most Broadway audiences. And picture Sardis right now. I can. Yes. All of the families there. in there, probably white. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I don't mean to like get to this very like reductive level about race, but Broadway audiences, the reason I have had to catch up in a lot of theaters 15. because I, I did not grow up in a theater loving family. Mm -hmm. And most Families of color probably didn't have the access to that either. And I'm doing a lot of catch up culturally. Five. And I'm happy to do. But I'm realizing that the that there is a the ga the the gatekeepers are the gatekeepers are white, the people are white, and the, the gatekeepers are the people who are just sitting in the seats in the first place and they're displacing other people from seeing theater. <laughs> And that's one minute. And that's one minute. So now it's an economic thing. It's an it's a class well, it's a class thing it's that is lot, that is yeah. basically race, but it's just like it's just like I, I'm. It's like most Broadway audiences are these older upper class white people. The the weirdest thing is the Hamilton of it all. But yeah, because we're shifting to the makers being you know more diverse and more people. Yes. Yet the viewers are still the same. same. In fact, it's actually getting even more difficult to buy a ticket to anything. Mm. Exactly, and it's it's not this thing that's happening in film or mm -mm. TV. Yeah. It's like there's there's an there's an access block there's a there's like a yeah a stage gate that's being there yeah that is not moving that's pretty fixed mm -hmm. yeah and i think it really fucking sucks because i never got to see that much theater as a kid growing up and my parents didn't care for it i would be like can we please go to new york and can we please buy these tickets for this broadway show and they'd be like how much is it oh um the ones that i want are like a hundred and they were like no mm -hmm. we're not paying that much money to see theater well that's because it wasn't an, it, culturally it was not <laughs> told well, that it was for them so there, there's that Well, and yes of course because economically you could have afforded the tickets 
Not even really. Not even, yeah, for like a justification. Back then. That's a lot. Totally. Back then it was just like. whole family? The most they would, my parents would spend on me at Christmas would be like $60. Really? And so it was just not, I, 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 my heart sank when I realized how much Broadway tickets cost when I wanted, to, when I looked into buying tickets to go see fucking Phantom or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like I was just, I was like, what, like 11? And then when Wicked came out, I was like, I have mm. to see this. Mm. I have to see this on Broadway. Um, <laughs> and tickets were like $179. And my parents were like, no. Jeez. And the best thing they could do was drive me to the Gershwin Theater. I would stand outside the doors. Oh, my heart. And that was the most I could do. Oh, that sucks. Oh, my heart. And listen to the album, I guess. And listen to the album, of course, and like knew every word. But like, this is the thing that I'm realizing now. And I'm I'm, I'm very lucky that I get to see theater and that I, could, I get to go to Broadway shows now. But I look around and I'm just like, there's a problem here. And that yeah. is the makeup of the audiences has not changed that mm-hmm. much in the last 20 years. Not and to be honest with you, if you really think about it, the only reason Hamilton even gets on stage is because Lin-Manuel had been proving himself with so exactly. much other work for oh so God, long. He did the public, he did it in the Heights, he was at Arsenal, yeah. yeah. he was all yeah. over, my yes. God. You have yes. to imagine, like, what else is out there that's so brilliant? Oh, and yeah. honestly, the majority mm-hmm. of stuff that's even on Broadway is so aggressively average. Totally. I mean, it's you watch it and you're like, what? Yes. Like, it's so, you know... Like, I'm even seeing, like, um, Jeremy O'Harris is writing these incredible plays. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yes. Yeah. Even even Slave Play was a mostly white audience, which is great. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was the audience that probably needed to see that. Yeah. Um, <coughs> not needed to, but it's, like, no, I would have also yeah. loved, I would have also loved a more, like, I would have also loved to, like, see, like, some kind of texture there to that audience and be, like, mm-hmm. how is everyone else responding to this? Yeah. So, I don't know. That's my thing with theater right now. That's real, Hundo P? Yeah, anyway. I, I mean, I've done a similar, I don't think so, honey, about their behavior there. It's yes. like, them flip-flops you know, and like, shorts? No, like yeah. the, the unwrapping of candy, the talking, yes. the cell phones. Oh, it's, my it's God. It's crazy. Disrespectful. Sudi and I sat next to this elderly gentleman who, I th- I think his whole thing is that he goes to every show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He sat by himself, but for a solid, I kid you not, 15 minutes yeah. was just Going through his jacket, not even pulling stuff out of his jacket, mm. just like folding it and then unfolding it. And it was comical. Yes. And Sudi and I both stared at it. And him. it's a thing of like, <laughs> it, I think people think because they are so privileged and they have paid so much for the ticket, they yes. can do whatever the fuck like, they want. But I'm like, you paid so much because like, I'm sorry, these men, these women, these non-binary people have worked their motherfucking asses off yeah, to, get to get on get Broadway. There. Crazy. And your ass is like, I bought this ticket. I'm like, yes, you did to show respect. Like, to show respect. Oh. You can't be in an audience and have there not be a cell phone go off. Mm. It's psychotic. It's psychotic. And then it's these people, and it's also like- Two went off at fucking what, a con- what the Constitution means no. to me. Yeah, it's psycho. And also like, it really changes the experience. I mean, when you're in the theater and the cell phone goes off, you are not paying attention anymore. Yeah. Your mind for that five, 10, 15 seconds- I fear is like, up, yeah. Is like, when is that going to get turned off? And you lose what they're saying. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. it can change an entire theatrical experience. Right, right. People are very, very, very ignorant. Yes. Okay, that's that's me. I and now. That. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Mo, Mo. Fry, Pasex, I don't think so, honey. Your time starts now. I don't think so, honey. People holding hands on the motherfucking sidewalk. <laughs> I'm fucking sorry. We're in New York City. You've seen, okay, we've been watching rom-coms since age two. Mm. Of motherfuckers bobbing heads, hundreds of thousands of them. Mm. Do you think you have time to double up? Okay, we learned how to single file in yes. child's school. Mm. Like, real young school. And oh. I'm sorry, if it gets tight, it's tight, and we need a single file, and you can't release hands oh, at that point? Child oh, are, you, are you gonna lose them? Are you gonna? Lo- it's not gravity, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not gonna get away from 
that person. That person's not going to go so far away 30. from you that you, oh my God, you can't go so far away from you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then the energy of like, you're in a crosswalk, right? You're in a crosswalk and it's getting a little smush and you're mm. coming towards a couple that has a tight, firm hold on their hands. And it's like, you're going to need a break. You can see you need a break. 15. Like Red Rover shit, you know? Yes. Yes. And they won't, their, their energy is just like, if we lose hands, it's an assault on our relationship and we actually don't like each other. And it's like, no, it's not. Let me walk through. Oh my God. Let me walk through. Oh my God. Break your hands. You're going to stay together or break up, you stupid bitches. I don't give a shit. Walk. I don't and think wow. so, honey. That's Mo. one minute. Yes. And there you go. That's one minute. What is that Someone. death grip? That rigor mortis? It's and also crazy. congratulations on having someone to do it with, honey. Oh my God. It. It's just like, I'm like, you know what it is? Hand holding is a tender act. You know, it's a, like, sure. If I see, you know, a, a daughter holding the hand of their elderly mother, yeah, hold that fucking hand. But if you're just some couple and you just need to hold on to hands, you, to, don't. you don't. You don't. Yep. You Promise. don't. Promise. Promise. You know you what? Get out of here. Yeah, get the fuck out get of here. Get out of here. Get the fuck out. You boys. Out. Get out of here, you boys. It's time for Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> it, I woke up. I kidding you not. It just like I was like, "What's in my head?" And I couldn't identify the song in my head. And I kept playing it out. And I realized it was "Get Out of Here, You, you Boys." It's time, time for God. And, and you know, you, you and I were singing it to each other earlier today. Yeah. And not not in Matt's presence, but when Matt sang yeah. it back, you know what we missed? The separation on boys. Yeah, the hoys. We forgot. Boys. I'm going to tell you, it is going to be the song that we end on. Oh, absolutely. But first, I want to say this has been a glorious episode I that glorious touched. Episode. All parts of the globe. Yes. A global episode. A gl a this global. was a global episode. We are local to each other and global in our thoughts. Yes. And honey, we touched each other's hearts and minds and funny bones. Heal me. That's not our song. Gaga. <laughs> well, that's, we can't end on that. No. But Mo, we love you. We I love, love you. you. We cherish you. With all my whole heart. We thank you. I thank you both. There's I, a brown recluse right behind you, you know so what we I'll should say? go. I'll say, you know what? I'll end when I say, you... Two gems no. are so dear to my heart. And no. you know what? You're so dear to so many people's heart. And this podcast, you mother stupid fuckers, <gasps> is one of the specialists, most wonderful, makes people feel seen, makes people feel heard. And I am so grateful that you two are in my life and you two are so, so special. And you. We love you. I think, I think Mo's going to connect with a lot of people. You're going to have a connection. I love my audience. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to get out of here with our song that we're going to end on. <laughs> get out of here, you boys. It's time for... We were very flat. So loud and flat. <laughs> Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original Dog. podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe Dog. to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. 
you know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit Crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit tomboyx.com. 